0: Welcome to The Unbridled Woman with your host, Deanne Rose. Dive deep into the essence of your feminine light, harness the strength that lies within, and rise beautifully into your authentic power. Now, here's Deanne.
1: Welcome to the Unbridled Woman podcast, here where fierce hearts meet limitless possibilities. Today, my guest Nikki and I are going to delve into the intrinsic topic of rumination, the act of continuously thinking about the same thoughts, often negative, which can spiral into a cycle that's hard to break. And I know personally, this is something that I do often. And I think it's perfect as we approach this new year to address this common mental habit and because it can impede our growth and our happiness. So welcome to you all, to the Unbridled Woman. Um, as always, I'd like to start with an opening blessing for our show. As we embark on this journey together, let us be guided by the strength of our convictions and the courage of our spirits. May each episode illuminate our paths, spark our passions, and connect us to the unbridled power within. Here's to the women who dare to dream, to the souls that speak their truth, and to the beautiful tapestry of stories that we weave. May this space be a haven of inspiration, a catalyst for change, and a testament for this indomitable spirit of womanhood. Let's unleash our potential together. So I invite you all, if you're able to, just close your eyes. And we're going to take three deep belly breaths together. As you inhale, feel the breath move into your body and fill up every single cell. And as you exhale, feel your body soften and release. Another inhale, bringing the precious prana into your being, filling up and slowly releasing what no longer serves you in this moment and one more breath, probably the biggest breath that you have taken today. Inhale and hold for just three seconds, three, two, one, and slowly exhale, coming into this present moment together into our sacred circle. So I am so excited. I'm honored to introduce my guest for today. She is the inspiring Dr. Nikki Ciso. And she has, she's a doctor, she has a PhD in holistic health and nutrition and a master's in sustainability from Harvard. She's been on a personal development quest for 25 years from spiritual books to retreats and workshops to shamans and energy healers around the world. Dr. Nikki is determined to release ancestral trauma and reprogram her subconscious so that she can show up in her highest self and be of greatest service. She also hosts her podcast, Legends, where she interviews legends on their journey to greatness. So she is here. She's going to share a bit about her journey in becoming an unbridled woman, how she is showing up as a change maker. And then in the second half of our journey together, Nikki and I will get into a more intimate conversation with the word rumination, why we do it, what is it good for, and how can we best use reflection for our greater good? So Nikki, I asked my guest this, it's usually a surprise, Um, but what does the word unbridled mean to you? Ooh.
2: I love that. First of all, thank you very much, Dan, for having me on. I really appreciate you, and I appreciate yeah. to be here. Unbridled, to me, to me, I hear uh, unbound, right? Mm. It's, it's there's a level of freedom of expression, freedom of of authenticity, showing up my most authentic, vibrant, bold, badass self. That's what I hear with
1: unbridled. What, I love that. I love what that. What does it mean to you? <laughs> Uh, what does it mean to me? Yes, it, it means um, it means being untethered to the 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 old programming that, that we've been taught, right? So, um, I feel when we are unbridled, we've we've looked at those teachings that were given to us, and we've looked through them and say, what is true for us still. And we keep that and we let go of what no longer serves us. And that brings us, just like you said, into our more authentic expression of ourselves. Yeah. Love that. Beautiful. Yes. Mm. So, um, yeah. So for our listeners uh, here, I would love to know a little bit about um, a story from you about coming into your unbridled women, into your remembrance, your reclamation. And rising into how you show up here now in this, in this world.
2: Yeah, my story began, um, I was born to a very loving, very, very protective. I'm so grateful mother. Um, but her, her start wasn't so as fortunate and she was the eighth child out of a Holocaust survivor. Mm. And so she came in to a very unsafe world, with a lot of anxiety, a lot of fear, uh, probably even before she came out, she felt that in her mother's womb and then was shown evidence throughout her childhood that the the world was very unsafe. right and And she didn't get a lot of her needs met. And so she learned to create her own self safety by controlling everything and 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 was very critical of the world, naturally mm-hmm. so, right yeah. um, and and narcissistic tendencies. Begin when with a child that doesn't get their needs met, so they learn that they have to actually take care of their own needs, nobody else is going to meet them. And as that grows, it it starts off as a healthy coping mechanism, but as life progresses, it can become um, much more detrimental. If you're always only putting yourself first and you only see your own needs, you can block out the needs of anyone else and, and not even realize you're doing it, right? So, um Despite, again, my mother was incredibly loving. I was so incredibly fortunate. She cared only about my, my education, my safety. She, she studied to get uh, uh, the training and how to raise a child optimally so that I didn't have the same experiences that she had. Mm. Um, and yet, it often felt as though no matter what I did was not going to be good enough because she would um, need to do it her way or have some kind of correction or critique. And, Mm -hmm. and so everything I did um, to this day, gets uh, some kind of critique or judgment or do it this way, or, 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 you know, uh, (laughs) I was just there for Christmas. uh, So I spent a week with her and I got to actually for the first time in my life witness the, neuroses essentially it's 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 a a neurotic way of operating where you need to control everything and every single task was given to me with um directions I'm like like, mom I'm 45 I'm pretty sure I know how to wash a dish like (laughs) I've done this before I promise you you can step away I will take care of this without your like micromanaging directions Mm -hmm. and And it sounds so little when it's just one thing, but when it's all day long, it adds up. And then there's this constant sense throughout my life, and there was this constant sense of no matter what I do, it's not going to be good enough. I used to say, I used to laugh that I've made my mother tea a thousand times and I've never never forgotten it. It's either too hot, too cold, not enough water, too much water. Where's the milk? Why'd you put milk? Like you just... The, you know there's no
1: win There's no win there's, situation there
2: there's no win and then the end result is then i retract and i don't don't do anything for her because i know i'm going to fail
1: mm-hmm. and
2: then i get the like the guilt trip of like why can't you love this is a one-way street loving scenario right like, you cannot win. win oh but what i what i realized in this past trip is that i i got to witness the neuroses and understand that it's just her brain. She's got a hyperactive amygdala that needs to create safety by controlling everything. She, she knows what's going to happen and she creates safety for herself. It has nothing to do with me and my capabilities, right? I, I form this inner belief that I'm, she doesn't think I'm capable of accomplishing Mm. anything, right? I'm just, clearly she doesn't think I'm capable, but, and, in actuality, has nothing to do with me. And as soon as I was able to see that over Christmas, it was like all it just released so much for me. Oh, so wow. yeah, it was really remarkable. Um, but uh, yeah,
1: I'll stop. Yeah. I'll pause there for a moment. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I I see. I mean how how the healing is for to be able to take yourself. I'll, you almost like kind of took a, a meta view of what was going on with her and you probably seeing yourself here and and you know and, and how beautiful that you know you're realizing that it isn't about you and when you're growing up though you don't know that
2: no, no. <laughs> you don't
1: know that and I um and I I, I can feel I relate a I relate to some of the things that you were saying there. I remember I have a distinctive memory with, with my dad and, and this has had to go about like how wiping the countertops, like, you know, if they were, I'd wipe the countertops when I, you know, growing up and, and then he'd come back and like wipe it again. <laughs> and it's like, oh, you missed a spot. And, and, and to me, I was like, oh, okay. Like that's, but the more that happens, the more that happens, I, I didn't know for 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 me it was then the self doubt of like oh yeah. I'm you know I, I can't do anything right or you know it, there's there's I guess can't do enough or what if I even try that it probably I'm not gonna I won't do it right so you know, sometimes you get to the thought I would get to the thought like why even try it right. like you said like why even do some help you know do something for this person who's going to you know, quote unquote, criticize me for not doing it right. Um, but it is, it, it is, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a safety mechanism just knowing, because I'm sure she could never, if anything happened outside of that control, she wouldn't know what to do. Right. She'd right. freeze up.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. <sighs> Yeah, it's it's so interesting because our brains are, are wired to, they, they get programmed from, this is what I learned from the Hoffman Institute, from zero to seven, your brain is designed, first of all, to take everything personally, which is very unhelpful when from zero to seven, you basically need all of your needs met by someone else. When you're a toddler, if you're cold, someone else has to know that and get you a blankie. <laughs> right? Right. And, and you can't even communicate it. So there's this guessing game. And then if the brain is designed to take everything personally, well, <laughs> it, it, we're like kind of doomed for, to fail. And then the brain even further then seeks evidence of those beliefs. So not only am I not good enough to get my needs met, I am then now designed to seek evidence of how that's true continuously. And where you place your attention is what's going to show up, right? You have a reticular activating system. It's about the size of a, your pinky. I've studied the brain. I'm a trained neurofeedback technician. I'm fascinated by the brain. And so a uh, reticular activating system is about the size of your pinky. It's right above the base of your, your above the cerebellum where your, okay. um, the brain attaches to your spine. And this literally, its job is to filter stuff out, so, we think our senses are letting things in, which they are, but what in actuality that reticular activating system is filtering things out so that you're not bombarded by ten million things that you're seeing, smelling, hearing, right, mm. all these senses. you're You're collecting ten million bits a, a second. And so your, your brain's job is actually to filter out all of that noise and only focus on what you want to, what your brain is focused on, right? You, your choice in focus. And, and that is sourced in your beliefs, in your belief system. So if you have the thought that um, my needs are not being met, I, I'm not good enough to get my needs met. And then you have a, a system in your brain that's now seeking evidence of that truth. Well, you can find that with a girl just looking at you and looking away. And you're like, oh, see, she doesn't, she doesn't like me, or she she's, I'm not good enough for her. Right, right. You, you can find wow. it in the most minuscule things throughout your entire lifetime. You can collect that evidence all day long. Mm. So very important to look at these beliefs especially the not good enough that's kind of the root core wound for most human beings this is that what that's what all the like not lovable i'm not good enough to be loved not worthy i'm not worthy enough i'm not good enough to be feel worthy right it all kind of boils down to this not, not good enough which is on a uh, imaginary spectrum there's no such thing as good enough
1: <laughs> <laughs> right exactly exactly <laughs>
2: it's all made up which is wild to think, <sighs> so we're we're measuring ourselves on this like in this parameter that doesn't exist it, it, it it's a it's a failed system, so we're doomed to fail if that's there's, that is right? true yes, yes it's an infinite yardstick where you are today is not where you'll be in 10 years and you'll the goal post post when you get to 10 years later in your in your development is going to move again so you're still not going to be good enough <laughs> now you've got a further out stick that right like does that makes sense
1: yes 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 and and i think the beauty there's beauty in that because we can always are continuously growing and and right. and so it's, it's good that we actually don't get to where we want to get to because then we'd be limiting ourselves um, and we always have to push it forward. Yeah, and that's
2: the trick is to look how f- far you've come,
1: mm-hmm. not
2: look. It, it's always good to have goals on where you want to move yourself towards. Great. But always make sure you're, you're reminding yourself of how far you come and that's your confidence booster right versus you're like feeling knocked down because you're not where you think you should be by now
1: exactly exactly yeah yeah I actually find comfort in in friends that I've had you know over the last especially the last 10 years that have been with me and it's when I, it's so nice when I'm kind of like oh you know what have I done in ten years and then I they tell me I'm like oh, huh. I am pretty badass. <laughs> like, right? yes, you're absolutely, and then it's like a reminder, like, oh yeah, I remember that. Okay, yeah. Because you know, I think we, we just sometimes forget, you know, or what um, it's almost like we're the uh, like the fish doesn't know it's in, in water because <laughs> um, we're in it ourselves, right? We're not going to get in that reflection from other people about what they've seen.
2: Um, yeah, 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 so,
1: so true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I, so I'm curious now, like, okay, so, um, yeah, so you saw that, that I had an experience with your mom and, had uh, you know, like, this isn't about me. Mm-hmm. Um, wh- wh- when in that trip did it happen and how did it, you know, did it give you a few other days to still be with her and, and, and see it from a different lens? Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think it was actually towards the last couple of days that it all of a sudden just clicked. I'm like, oh, this is just, I get to witness the neurosis. It's just the way her brain operates. Her amygdala is hot, right? So it's firing like red light, red light, red light, red, you know, red alert. And so if anything is out of place or it spills or ah, it's like this frazzled moment of, <laughs> you know, it's not perfect. And, and it sends her into a tizzy sort of for to to avoid that chaos, she's got to control. It's fascinating when when you see that the brain is just operating at its optimal. The the way it's designed is to stay safe. Mm. Our job is to stay. Our brain's designed is to keep you alive, stay safe, and we do that through all sorts of different ways. Yeah. Hers is through controlling. and But when I back in the day when I used to say, you're really controlling, she would freak out. She'd be like, I'm not trying to control. Right. The underlying thing that I didn't realize is she's trying to stay safe. Right. It's not control. She doesn't want to control things. She wants to stay safe. <laughs> but she does that through controlling things.
1: Through <laughs> controlling. Yeah. Yes. Because right. we, we think it makes... To someone in that, and again, I feel from me, I was I was that way from several 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 years, especially um, when I became a mom. I really, you know, the control the control because I wanted everybody to be safe, right. and, and you know, didn't want any chaos because you know that would just I didn't have time for chaos. Yep. <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You know, I could, I just have, if things were just so, and you know, there's, it's like, I knew I couldn't, and I think maybe that's, that's the, that's the thinking is I know I can't control the world, Mm. but I can control my world. (laughs) Right. You know? And so this little part of my little safety mat on the whole entire planet. Like I, you know, I think a lot of people think I can control this. Um, Mm. and, and it's also, and it's also though, it's very limiting though, right? Mm -hmm. It's very limiting in how you're experiencing life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And it pushes people away, right? Yeah. I don't want to be in the presence of someone nonstop controlling me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Even if you're like you're in the mindset like, well, it's not personal, it's not about me. There's it's it's still exhausting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Now there are a couple of times where I I stopped. We were making food for Christmas and she was kinda of, like frazzled about it, making sure, you know, she people are coming over so she wants everything perfect and it has to be done in time and blah, blah, blah. And I just, I looked at her, I was like, I hold her hand. I look, I look, look me in the eyes. She kept looking away. I look, look me in the eyes. <laughs> right. and I'm holding her hand. I said, let's take a night, three deep breaths, just like you started the podcast, right? Three deep breaths. Yeah. Take... We are here. The, the, the point of today is to enjoy each other and to be yeah. present and to love on each other. Have this beautiful, loving day. The food will get done. The, the, everything will get done when it gets done. Can we enjoy Can, can we enjoy it today? Is that, is that an option? Uh, is that more important to you, or or getting the food done as fast as possible so that you you can sit and relax on the couch? Can we like can we just can we do this in a really loving present way, and enjoy co-creating and right and being creative together in the kitchen, and like it calmed her and then she was present and we like had this beautiful rest of the day together.
1: Oh, nice! What a beautiful yeah. gift to give her yes
2: yeah i'm like what's more important to you get getting this all done very quickly or being present with your daughter and enjoying this moment together
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it like landed right because you, we don't realize we're making choices sometimes and sometimes when you give the people someone the two choices okay so there's this frazzled way of doing something right you're right right or there's like, this really centered, loving, peaceful way of doing it. And ultimately, what is your intention to have this day with me or to get everything done perfectly so that, you know, you can get credit for being an incredible chef?
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I think that's really an important point is, and I think, I think I'm, we should do that. Oh, it's like, it's setting your intention every day, right? What's your intention for this day? what is, what do you want to accomplish? And yeah. And maybe it is, I, I want to be the best damn chef today and get everything done on a certain time. Like, and great. Okay. So now, you know, that's the person you're dealing with and then this is where we're going, but yeah. you know, yeah. But is, is there a choice? Like, is there another way you want to be that's more, yeah. more important to you right now? Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 That's, And who do you need
2: to be to get there, right? Who do you need to be to, how do you want to show up today? Do you want to show up frazzled or do you want to show up peaceful and loving and patient and accepting that things are going to go different ways than you planned and it's okay. You're going to float like water and it's (laughs) all divinely orchestrated. Just keep trusting, right? That's the practice.
1: It is. Yes. Yes. And, as you're speaking, I'm like, oh, you know, my, my body starts to relax when you're speaking, yeah. like, oh, that feels so good. And I also know from being that controlling person that that it's it's a process, right? Because it, it does it's not an automatic on off switch. Um I think I had somebody on here when we were talking, you know, about anxiety too. Like some people are like, well, just snap out of this. No, you can't do that. You know, it's 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 a process. It's it's an awareness. You know, it's your mom now being, you know, and, and and maybe she'll be more aware if she's this is coming up for her. You know, there might be a time where she's like she can think back like, Oh, I remember when Nikki was here and this was happening and she said this, you know. And that's how we progress and grow as, 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 a, as people, right. To become better versions and letting go of, you know, like in the beginning, when you asked me what unbridled means, like, what's been taught to us all this time. What have, what have I been this kind of living? What I have I been living? Is it really true for me? Like, you know, can I soften and, and just let go and ha- and go into the flow and be present?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Trust, trust is the big one. That's, that's the, yeah. uh, that's the foundation can you trust that everything that shows up is exactly as you need it and in divine service? Can can you trust that? <laughs> and, and, but it, it's easy to say, sure, when it's this loving, easy, beautiful thing that shows up, but what happens when it's a challenge or a car right. accident or right, or something where that's not planned and not exactly as you desire in that moment. Can you trust that there's actually a, a divine orchestration that's flowing for you? That, that, and also to in, then to inquire where you may have been the creator of what showed up even mm-hmm. if right absolutely like, what, what were your thoughts that led to a car accident or you know things are, never work out for me or right or i'm running out I, I don't know if i'm gonna have enough money to pay rent and all of a mm-hmm. sudden you find that you don't have enough money to pay rent <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, you could, you kind of, you kind of manifested that, right? Yeah. 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 Well, you start,
2: when you have those thoughts, you start again, your belief system, your brain is designed to seek evidence of the truth. Mm -hmm. And, and so you'll create that, that path for yourself with those beliefs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, I think it's, that is such a beautiful, even though you, you might think you know, I was hearing them like, Oh, I don't want to, you know, those, that doesn't sound really good, but we get to choose, right? Mm-hmm. If you can, if you, if you know that you're actually doing those kind of thoughts and creating that kind of reality that you're not really that in love with, well, then what can you create for yourself? Right. You, you can do that as well. So it's, it's that choice of where, where do you want, where do, it's that, you know, which, 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 um. Which wolf, which angel there are you going to be feeding on your shoulder, right? Yeah. The one that's going to lead you to your life of your dreams or the one that keeps, you know, sucking the energy and vitality out of you and making you a victim to your your circumstances. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, I think this this is going to be good for our next half because as we go into uh, rumination um, and talking about um, what, what what all that brings up, I think I think trust is going to also come up and um, really changing some some belief systems as well. So we're going to be taking a short break, and when we come back, we will be talking more about the rumination and how how it differs from reflection. Um, and I we're going to talk a little bit more about how. Um, important reflection is on, on our past instead of, of of staying in our past. So um, please stay tuned, everyone. Um, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Nikki, for sharing your story about your mom and such a healing um, experience that you've had for yourself. And I know you gave her a beautiful gift. Um, with with just bringing her back into the present moment so everyone stay tuned again thanks for listening i appreciate you and we will be right back
0: follow voice america at facebook.com forward slash voice america for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts
3: the mission at Native Path is to make it easier for people to get on the path toward better health and stay on that path. That's why their suite of nutrition products is made with the highest quality ingredients nature has to offer. One of their most popular products is their collagen peptides. Their collagen consists of only one ingredient and is always grass fed and free from gluten, dairy, soy, and GMOs. Just the way nature intended. And it's amazing. They even have bone collagen and joint collagen products that are specifically formulated to attack problem areas. Brill oil, berber bean, turmeric, native greens, native mind, grain-free granola. The list of amazing products goes on and on. Native Path has an answer for all your needs. All their products are thoughtfully crafted to help you eat, move, and live in a way that supports a long, happy life. As a valued Deanne Rose listener, you can go to GetNativePathCollagen.com slash Deanne today for a special 45% off offer. Get on the path. Stay on the path.
0: Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device
3: It's your world. Motivate, change, succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com.
0: Welcome back to The Unbridled Woman with Deanne Rose. Have a question for Deanne or her guests? Join us on the show at 888 346 9141. That's 888 346 9141. Or email Deanne at the unbridled woman rises
1: at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Unbridled Woman. I am Deanne Rose, and I'm here with the beautiful Nikki Ciso, who has been sharing her unbridled story. And we've been diving a little bit about. Having a um, a mom who really kept her safe, and also was "quote unquote" controlling, and her healing experience over the last week of visiting of um, not only for herself but also her mom, and we're going to move into a little bit more. And we talked a lot about about trusting, about going with the flow, being in the present, um, trusting. Um, trusting source, and that everything is working out for us. And I think that's a beautiful segment into our topic today, which is rumination. And technically, rumination is just, you know, when I looked up the, the definition, is just repetitive uh, thoughts about the past. And usually they're about negative. They're it's, it's a judgment that we're using a lot of judgment out of ourselves and a lot of and the key two key words that I think come up with removal. I can't say that. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, rumination <laughs> um, are should and could of. And so Nikki, let's let's go into this because I think it's uh, you know, as we go into 2024, people start to reflect upon their previous mm. years and um Maybe, you know, we do our little celebrations of things that we accomplished, but human nature is to go to what we didn't accomplish or what came up short. And so how can we, how can we use those experiences, um, and, and change the rumination to reflection and growth?
2: Mm, Love that. Yeah, I would, I, I. Consider rumination often, often, not always, but I think it's triggering an unresolved belief Hmm. or an unresolved trauma, you could say, or something that led to a belief that is unjustified in your brain. So you keep kind of like almost replaying it because you haven't accepted this. uh, You don't want to accept it as truth. So I'm going to share this concept of how to stop ruminating through a story that I experienced just this past Christmas with my mother. So, um, my mom knew that her sister, uh, Vicky was going to be calling and she's like, Vicky would love for you to say hello say hi next time she calls. I said, no, thank you. I'm good. I, um, I know Vicky. She's, uh, she has a heart of gold, but, um, uh, hasn't done enough emotional intelligence training or or work on herself to have any kind of filter. And so she can blurt out really like mean daggers and not even realize it. And it's just part of her, her makeup. And so I've, I've, um, she's just someone that I, I I find I keep out of my life. Hmm. Um, because there's toxicity there in the way that she thinks and the way that she communicates, and it's not healthy. I'm an, I, and I explain this to my mother. I said I'm responsible for m- the the health of my space. My responsibility is my environment and what I allow in. That's why I don't watch the news. Right? I don't I don't associate with people that are super toxic. And and I shouldn't have said her name, but um, she's someone that I consider not very. Healthy in the way she she thinks. And so I expressed this to my mother. And I said, I'm good. Sure enough, um, she calls the next day and and she goes, Oh, is Nikki there? My mom goes, Yeah, yeah, she's here. Nikki, come, come say hi. And I was like, Oh <laughs> like just fumes, like steam is coming out of my ear. Like I'm just livid, right? <laughs> I go, oh. <laughs> so I go, I said, Hi, hi Vicky, how are you? And we do this little one minute catch up. I'm good. I'm good. How are you doing? Yes, I love Austin. Yeah, everything's great. And then, sure enough, she goes, So, um, why do you have to be such a selfish little girl and not visit your mother more often? Oh. And I was like, Hmm. <laughs> there it is. Like, you just, I know the dagger is going to come at some point. She calls me a, a selfish little girl, calls me names while I'm at my mother's visiting so guilt and shame and name calling while I'm doing the thing that she's calling me out on yeah. mm-hmm. I just go goodbye Vicky and I walk away right and and both of them just like what happened And yeah, I can hear them like me, 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 frazzled and I walk away and then afterwards my mother comes to my room after she finishes the conversation she comes to the room and I said mother that was not okay and she's like, well, what, what, are, you just had to say hi. What was the big deal? I said, well, it's, it's, I told you, I expressed my needs and you specifically disregarded them. Right. And, and, and that's, you, you, you don't have respect for my needs and, and that's not okay. And, and so I, she then was again, tried to like justify her behavior and said, but uh, essentially I'm not, i making a big deal of nothing. And I, all I had to do was say hello. And I said, you're continuing to disrespect my needs. By not even acknowledging what I'm sharing with you now. Right. So, like, this is, she's trying to like walk away and justify her behavior. And all of a sudden, I was like, this is, it's, this is not okay behavior. I'm saying this in a very calm way. I'm just like, I'm not okay with this and so anyway long story short is we, we ended up going on this long hike and the next like hour I spent ruminating in my head this woman does not respect my needs I'm so mad <laughs> that she does not respect my needs like what, what I, I I couldn't have expressed yeah. myself more gracefully and she's yeah, what could you have done right she showed yeah. no respect and so I'm livid in my head I'm pissed because this is not a brand new story this is like my whole lifelong there's tons of evidence that I've collected and she does not respect my needs, right? Right. And um, we got to the end of the hike and we sat down. I was like, Mother, I just need five minutes to meditate. And I sat on this big boulder. I'm in Scottsdale, red rocks in the middle of cactus and just Mm. absolutely stunning. You know, the energy is just grounding and peaceful, right? And I sat down on this rock. The sun was shining. I sat. I took my few deep breaths and I asked spirit, as I always do, show me what I need to see. Show me what I need to see right now. And I heard, choose the opposite belief. Mm. What's the opposite belief of my mother does not respect my needs? She does respect my needs. And now second step, actively seek evidence of the opposite belief. Well, how can I find evidence that she does respect my beliefs, my, my needs? Well, in this moment, I had evidence right now. She allowed me five minutes to sit and meditate. She gave me that grace. She did not argue. She she went, she sat under a tree. She gave me the space. I'm like, I have evidence right now that she actually does respect my needs. And yes. then it instantly, instantly, Deanna, I'm telling you, instantly stopped the ruminating. Mm. Because I stopped that loop that it's the ruminating is a feedback loop of right. you have this belief that is like driving you bananas. And and it's when you shift it to the opposite and actively seek that evidence that you can find evidence in anything you choose. Right? Yes, mm-hmm. we really can. You can find evidence of everything. Vaccines are great. Vaccines are shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there's evidence of it all, right? Yes, absolutely. And there's evidence that my mother does respect my needs. She's been at service of my needs my whole life right? And I can easily say. So as soon as I did that, I was, it's like instant lift. All of it lifted. My body was light. I got to hold her hand and support her back down the whole mountain. And it mm. was beautiful. We were back to a beautiful, loving space. So th- that's the technique. It's, it's identify. So three steps. First is identify what the belief is that's causing you to ruminate. Okay. Right. Yeah. You can do this with money. I don't have enough money to pay rent. I don't have my money is, I'm running out of money and that's going to cause you to kind of loop on it. Or a lot of times ruminating is with a, a relational, it's with a relationship that you're in that you're mad at someone else and you have this belief that they're doing something to you, mm-hmm. right? Or they've done something and you're right and they're wrong. So where's the wrongness of their behavior be one possible
1: That you're searching way? for. Yeah. You need, you need a, uh, yes, uh, to see right. confirmation of their wrongness. Right. Right. Yes. What is the opposite of that belief? How could they be actually
2: right? How could it be that you're you have plenty of money or you have enough? You've always had, and then seek evidence of how you've always had enough money to survive.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You've always had. Um, you you've always been able to make it through. This person has actually showed you loving attempts mm-hmm. many times, right? Like whatever okay. it is, mm-hmm. see, actively seek evidence of the opposite, right? So identify the belief, what's the opposite and then actively seek evidence and it will stop the ruminating right at its core.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for that example. Um, and I, I actually had that happen to me. <laughs> and I, now as you're talking, I'm like, okay, that this is exactly what I was doing was ruminating. And it was is a little similar to to what you said about shifting. And so I, I wasn't really happy with some of my with my Christmas gifts <laughs> this year, and I was feeling underappreciated. Mm. And it was coming up, and I couldn't shake this thought. I was tr- I was trying to think of all the I was being grateful for everything, else, but it was just like, and so I was looking. I my that piece of my brain was looking for. like, oh no, it's just you're not appreciated. These people don't see you for you know all that you do, and um, so I I, I sat with that for for a while, and you know I, I for me what I crying is cathartic for me. So like that was how I was expressing mm. this through my, you know, the re- re- releasing that kind of that stress in my body. And after that, it, it, it's, I started to, to, you know, shift my, just see, I was able to see more and more in my life, how I am appreciated. And it, it brought calmness to me, it brought calmness to me. I was able to go to sleep and literally the next day, everybody in my family that was here visiting all five people in separate occasions told me how much they appreciated all the work i did all this christmas and and it was just like thank you like it, it didn't i didn't need there was a part of me that was looking for that material evidence of how appreciated i was but truly really what my heart really wanted was the the verbal the acknowledgement of that just just to be seen. And so, you know, like you said, it was a a little similar to um, that that chain that shift, you know, I was able to recognize what was happening identified it. The opposite for me was, um, how can I how can I get to this appreciation without a a material things like seeing the non material appreciation in my life, and then actually Mm -hmm. was able to receive that from others, Um, that was the evidence that came to me.
2: I love that. Two things, two things that you said, reflection, looking back and seeing when was the first time I've experienced that where I didn't feel appreciated is actually a really interesting experience or exercise because then you can kind of see the root source and then you see it as an adult and you get to form a new belief around it. Mm -hmm. That's really supportive. And then when you choose the opposite belief, like I, we started with a reticular activating system, it, it goes to work to find that evidence for you and you can find it that way and you become a magnet to it. You actually open the receptors, right? The, the energetic receptors to attracting and calling in what you desire. Because if you're in that thought of like, I'm not appreciated, you, you're, you're, going, you're actually going to attract experiences that will confirm that belief. Mm
1: -hmm. right exactly (laughs) right we are so
2: magnetic we don't even realize our power we really are so it's not Mm -hmm. only that we have this filtration system but we're also magnetizing we're attracting the desires and the beliefs that we have and so super important the the evidence
1: will flow in based on your beliefs because of it yeah yeah and i i experienced that as well as you yeah i saw that immediately just yeah coming Amazing. in. Yeah. I love that. I love, yeah. It goes back to, we are creators. We are creators of our reality. You know, what, what do we want to experience? And, you know, sometimes I'll speak sometimes. Yeah. I just kind of want to be in that pain body for a while. Right. You know, I want to be in that, Oh, what was me sometimes? Cause, but then I know I shift out of that. Like it's just, I know it's a stage. It's gonna, it's, it's a feeling that's coming up. I, I give myself permission to feel it because I know I'm not going to get stuck in it. Like years Mm -hmm. ago, I would never go there because I was like, I'm going to get stuck in it. So I'm not even going to go there. Mm -hmm. And then it just keeps coming up. That was a mag, I was magnetizing more and more into my life because I wasn't actually, I was resisting it. Right. So I wasn't seeing it and like, okay, welcoming. Okay. What do you need? How can I, you know, take you in and give you what you need and then let's move on. Right. So, um, so So, what can we do? And I have a few minutes left. So, yeah, um, about learning from these experiences, or you know, these um, having. So, for again. So, let's go to your example. Um, learning about that, she doesn't take my needs. All right, that you, you shifted out of that, and like, okay. So, going forward, what's what's going to happen? <laughs> Yeah, I, I well, I think
2: what you just said was the the most important is is sitting with it. So, if if in my my case it was she doesn't respect my needs, well, Byron Katie taught to do the turnaround. So how do how am I not respecting my needs? Mm. And so in that case, I actually did express my needs, uh, and and so that's what I've learned uh, over the years is how I actually wasn't respecting my own needs. I wasn't communicating my needs. I actually learned not to communicate my needs as a child because I, I was called a selfish little girl if I, if I, right. Or I, um, I was just I was taught that it wasn't safe to express my needs, so I don't always share them, and so that's been a common theme. So my my point is, look for where this belief is showing up in all of your all areas of your life. Like with, with men, I very much didn't express my needs, and I let men that weren't right for me in, um, and I didn't share. What I truly desired, how I wanted to be treated, I just expected them to know how to treat me, and then mm-hmm. would get mad at them when they didn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. We can we can kind of then take the learnings and and put it across all areas of our lives, and examine how is it showing up in relationship, in my health, in my wealth, in my, right all these different dynamics that play out. Um, yeah. Does that support?
1: Yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, because it does, it does go back to us and how we are showing up for ourselves in our life. So, I guess if I was so, I my next step is for me to look at where I am not appreciating myself, or, or giving myself the appreciation, um, maybe not expressing it. Um, so, yeah, that's. I love this journey that we're all on. <laughs> <laughs> it's a journey. You can never get bored when you're yeah. when you're growing as 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 a soul here in this in this human body. You know, like there's so, yeah. You just when you think you got something down, and then goodness gracious, something comes up that's like, all right, I have another experience that I get to learn from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And mm. share it with others, right, because I think this yeah. is beautiful where we have this this platform right now. I mean it, it just you and I right now in this you know in this sixty minutes have have had examples <laughs> of this. I mean, can you just imagine when' listening how many times you know people are going to relate to this, and if we actually mm. ref- go back and reflect upon our past like, oh yes, there's other times I should have I should have i I, I could have learned a little bit more from that, yeah. What flowed through
2: for me recently is to actually sit in front of a mirror in the morning Mm. and say my I ams. So I am loving. I am kind. I am so much fun. I am a loyal (laughs) friend. I am creative. I am bold. I am courageous. I'm, you know, and go through all the things that I love about myself. And it can be just for three minutes, but to start my day looking at myself in the eyes, in the mirror, Right and and yeah. saying the things that I love about myself, showering myself with the love, the respect, the appreciation, starting my day off like that. Oh my God! You just I am I turn into a queen <laughs> and I, I walk. My shoulders are back. I'm a I'm sitting up tall. I'm so proud. I'm so because I I remind myself of who I am and how far I've come and and how I'm centered mm-hmm. in my love and my intention is to spread joy and love and happiness and compassion like so yeah. it, it's a it's i've been doing that as my morning practice now and it is magnificent the effects are really really powerful and can take
1: literally a minute to three minutes yeah i love that thank you for sharing that that's yeah. a really great great thing to bring in for the new year yeah. um Try. Make right. you commit, to reminder.
2: A, commit to one week every morning yeah. sitting in front of the mirror i promise you you'll actually like miss it if you ever stop <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of, is it, I think it was a YouTube, it's been around for a long time, but that little girl, have you, you know, she's little girls on top of the the counter in, in her bathroom and she's just saying all these good things about herself. It's just the cutest thing. And, you know, you look at that like, oh, isn't that cute? But it's like, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yes, yeah, so let's do that for ourselves. You know, we ask, yeah, we have to uplift ourselves so we can. Uplift others, yeah. Right, okay. when you know.
2: Start, yeah. When you, sorry, when you start that way, your brain then actively seeks throughout
1: the day evidence of all that you just stated. Yeah, yeah, and I love. Like, I'm gonna. Yeah, I, I'm. I am. I'm taking that on, especially the uh, like. I am fun and I am playful because I, I feel like that little my inner child needs needs to be kind of. She needs to be activated in 2024. Yeah. And I, I am fun. I am playful. Yes. Yes. That's coming mm-hmm. in. That's coming in. And I want to draw more and more of that in. Oh, yeah. this has been a beautiful, beautiful conversation. Thank you so much, Nikki. Um, how can people find out more about you, what you're doing? Um, and uh, yeah, get more into your world. Thank you. Uh, one more quick suggestion for those that have anxiety.
2: I am safe and repeat mm. that one quite a few times. I am safe. I am safe. Really big one. Really create that like calming of the nervous system. I am safe. In this moment, I am safe. Yeah. Uh, so connecting with me, the best is uh, I would love for you to listen to my podcast as well. Legends with Dr. Nikki. You can find it on Spotify or iTunes. Um, I also am on Instagram at Dr. Nikki Ciso, my full name. And my website, drnickyciso.com. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm not too much on, on socials. My, my podcast is probably the best way to stay, stay connected. Yeah, yeah, and I
1: def, definitely definitely listen to it it's on Spotify, right? And Legends, yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I highly recommend it. A lot of a lot of beautiful, um, high vibrational people that you and mm. um, you interview. Thank um, yeah. So yeah, so thank you so much, Nikki. I appreciate you being here with me and I appreciate you all who are listening and please join me next week on the show. And it's going to be a solo episode where we are going to get deep and personal about my sharing my intimate details of my sexual awakening the journey that has been both transformative and empowering. And I'm going to give you a little behind the scenes look into what it's like to be part of my coaching world, where we embrace the full spectrum of your personal growth and empowerment. So prepare for a candid and enlightening discussion with yours truly and have a beautiful, beautiful day. I'm going to give us a blessing as we sign off. As we close today, let us carry forward the strength, wisdom, and inspiration we've shared. May the stories we've woven together ignite a flame within, guiding us toward our truest paths. May we walk boldly in the light of our own authenticity, embracing the journey with courage and grace. To every unbridled spirit listening, keep shining, keep striving, and remember that in the symphony of life, your voice is a vital melody. Much love to you all.
0: Thank you for joining us on The Unbridled Woman with Deanne Rose. May today's episode infuse your spirit with the blessings of empowerment and the warmth of love. As you venture into the week ahead, embrace the divine feminine within. And remember that you hold the power to transform your life. Until we meet again.